Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Everyone, welcome back to Children of Erte. We're so excited to have you. And first, as usual, we will go to Adam for the sponsors. All the exciting announcements for tonight's episode. <laughs> first of all, we have Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can grab an Electrum chest code. It's on the overlay and circulating in chat. So grab that and check out that incredible game. We have Die Hard Dice, who if you use the code Erte without the fancy thing over the E, Erte is going to secure a 10% off discount on anything that you buy there with Die Hard Dice. And they have graciously supplied us with credit to Marcus Reedner here. This week is Doom Deciders. So uh, they have given us Doom Deciders. This is, you know, the alphabet uh, alliteration of all the dice synonyms. I'm mad so I haven't you, been writing these down. Yeah. Yeah. I've got them. Oh, I've got the list. Okay. I've got the list. Here we go. Um, I, I mean, that's the only way I can keep up with it for sure. All right. So, uh, and finally, you will hear the dulcet tones tonight of Sirenscape because Epic Games need epic sound and i have one other bit of news to share many of you who have been following the demiplane channel for the last year or so um, have seen classic megan in the chat and she has informed us that she is leaving her role with community and content here at demiplane to pursue some incredibly exciting opportunities that are not mine to share, but um, <laughs> please don't, uh, you know, bother in chat if if, if she's out there um, still uh, about that, because I don't think she can talk about any of it yet, that NDA <laughs> life, but um, she, she's going to be doing some very exciting things. We are so um, happy for her and so grateful for the time that she has spent with us. And uh, so, you know, again, uh, if she's out there, I think she might be, uh, you know, here tonight. Uh, definitely uh, give her a fond farewell. And and again, thank you so much, Megan. We have appreciated all of it so much. We we, we really love you and, and wish you the best going forward into what ha uh, what is in store for you next. And on that same uh, similar note, we have brought in someone else who's going to be heading up community and content for us. And that is Melly Doucette. So yeah. Melly is someone that um, I worked with. Hey, I know that that person. Yeah, hey. I worked with in a past life somewhere. And, um, and so Melly, uh, Melly's absolutely incredible. And we are thrilled and stoked to have her join the Demiplane team. And so say a fond farewell to Megan and also a 
uh, hearty hello to Melly, and we're really looking forward to everything that Melly has in store for uh, working with community and working on all the content that we are digitizing and bringing to life here on Demiplane. So wanted to share that with everyone where everyone would, would understand uh, what's going to happen when you start seeing some different people in chat and, and all of that. That's what's yep. going on behind the scenes. And there uh, was more on that in the dev update this morning. But then um, also you can you can see some of that news on our forums and anywhere you can connect with Demiplane. So thanks again, Megan, and welcome, Melly. <laughs> All right. I think that is everything for tonight. <laughs> I am Adam Bradford. I'm the CEO of Demi Plane, and you can find me on Twitter at Bad Eye Adam. And I am playing Silas Jordan. Ooh. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I'm a professional custom artist and RPG performer. And obviously, I am playing your favorite pull up queen, Fruz Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming as DreamWisp Jen. I do all the storytelling stuff. Um, <laughs> I uh, also have a show starting tomorrow night on uh, on Renegade's channel. We have season two of Vampire the Nightlife. Our Miami Coterie is back to yeah. make some trouble um, and, and face the consequences of our actions, which is terrifying. So please join us. Um, tonight, I will be playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on Twitter as Oboe Lauren, where I do D&D stuff and Oboe stuff, and sometimes both at the same time. Tonight, I'm going to be playing Neb, who really wants to see what else she can turn into. <laughs> <laughs> And hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. I'm a motion capture performer by day, and by night, I like to play some D and D. And tonight, I will be playing Miss Robin Beckett, who believes everyone has a story, and they all deserve to be heard. Oh, and with that, I am Deborah Ann Wool. I am your storyteller this evening and writer of Children of Erte. Um, I am also the responsible person for our surprise bye week last week. So thank you all very yeah. much for your patience. Um, life is busy and wonderful and exciting. And I have such a wonderful group of people here to support me through that. So thank you so much to the players. Thank you, everyone at home. Let's get comfortable and settle in for the 12th chapter of Children of Erte. All right, so where we left off, the, uh, the party had split, as, as you do. Uh, we had Neb Always and Silas. Always a great idea. Always a great idea. Uh, we had that's, Neb that's and Silas attending a, a, a very fancy rat party. Um, a, a, uh, uh, what, what did I call it? A, it was a baby shower of some, of some sorts. <laughs> baby shower. <laughs> yes. A puppy, a pup shower. Yeah. A rat Ooh. pup shower. Um, and you had discovered uh, some sort of strange collection of letters underneath the birthing mother rat, Christine, that uh, as of now, you uh, uh, do not understand uh, sort of the, the further context of that. Um, then we had uh, Feruza and Robin and Maeve who were uh, going deeper down into the fourth level of this mine. They had dug through some stones, found some old museum exhibits, and were following a cart trail deeper and deeper into the mountain. Uh, you crossed a very scary uh, trestle bridge in the center of 
a dark, mysterious cavern and had just arrived safely at the other side when we left yeah. off. All right. So to start off today, I think we'll go um, back with uh, you ladies down in the uh, in the uh, the depths of the fourth level here. Um, just you had, I believe, set an alarm for 30 minutes. Was that the idea to know when to head back? Gotcha. Yes. So as of right now, your alarm hasn't quite gone off, but um, if you were to go down and check it, you've got only maybe five or 10 minutes left as you sort of pull yourself over onto the other side of this chasm. Uh, what do we see when we get out to the- In your headlamps, the cart track just continues into the darkness. You do have the empty cart with you. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Is what about on the walls? What's on the walls? Give me an investigation, please. All right. Does anyone have better vision than I do? Well, no. Have your headlamps. I mean, um, no. That is a dirty 20. Oh, pretty dirty. Ooh. Good. Um, there is nothing over here, no plaques like you've seen, no writing on the walls, but you are continuing to see these flecks of gold um, within the walls, um, which, you know, as you've mentioned a couple of times, is sort of surprising as you had heard that the gold had sort of disappeared overnight. Um, so you are seeing these little sort of sparkling flecks of gold. In fact, give me a quick history check. Maeve. All right. And maybe Robin, you can do this as well with advantage if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have a 13. 13, Robin. <clears throat> I have a 19. A 19. Ah. So as Maeve, as you pointed out and, and sort of, you know, puzzled by this, uh, Robin, it occurs to you as, as Maeve is sort of helping you direct your thoughts that the way most minds work is there is what's called a stope of gold. So essentially, uh, almost like um, it's just an area of rock and ore that's filled and sort of flecked with gold. And that's sort of what they they drill into to find and start taking out the rocks. Um, and you really have the feeling that this chasm that you've just crossed as well as this side might very well be kind of in the center of this main stope. Huh. <laughs> You're sighing again, Hope. I mean, not Hope. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sighing again. It's like, who are you talking to? Why? Why are you? Why are you sighing? I guess I'm just thinking that we're running out of time, and we've crossed this this cav this chasm. I I don't know. I just think we want to press forward, but what about the rest of the group? Well, we've left a trail for them to follow with the the thread, the right. yarn. The yarn, that's yeah. right. I forgot you've been there. Perhaps you've we need them a little bit yarn. further away. <laughs> yes, and just to be sure, everybody knows that I have 831 feet of yarn. <laughs> uh, and, and what color is it? It is the rain Robin. boot yeah. yellow. Rain boot yellow, yes. Rain <laughs> boot yellow yarn. Fantastic. That's um, not creepy at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very in keeping with the, 
I'm 100% going to write an adventure in the future where a party just stumbles upon a rain boot yellow, raincoat yellow (laughs) thread tied in the middle of a a mine. And you tell me if that's creepy. I love it. (laughs) Fair. All right, then you think we should just keep going. Yes. I don't. You you do? You think that they will know to just follow it and just. Yes, we did. Tell them, didn't we? I mean, do you feel like crossing the bridge again? <laughs> I'm not in any hurry, that's for sure. Um, all right. All right. Let's we have two go. choices, three choices. We stand here and do nothing. We go back across and pick them up and tell them what we did, or we just keep going. We leave a note somewhere? Oh, well, we've left the string. I left Silas's ring. <laughs> he's and I don't know if he's gonna be happy about that or not. Yeah. <laughs> he kept going on and on about the battery. I know he's probably gonna freak out when he sees it's still on. But I was hoping it was like a be- like a beacon. But- oh. Remind I'm me gonna- where you left it, Faruza. I left it right before we crossed. Like we entered the, into the split. The- right, you yeah. show that you went right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. May I make a case for something? I'm going to try and make a case for something I might have with me. And I I can be overruled on this. Go for it. I feel like Maeve in her, like, party makeup bag might have some glow-in-the-dark eyeliner. Ooh. Like what you'd wear for, like, a a rave, a UV, black light, and glow-in-the-dark kind of. Let's do a percentage. How do you feel about 50%? Sounds great. All right, go ahead. Roll those 50%. <laughs> you want to roll that one? I'm, I'm uh, to... You go ahead and do it. It'll be more fun. You do it. Above, you get it. You know, above, you know, 51 and up, you get it. 50 and down, you 60. don't. 60. You've yeah. got it. Go for it. Nice. <laughs> I will take that. And what do we want to tell them? Um, oh. Follow the string. <laughs> <laughs> tell them oh. don't fall. <laughs> These are all terrible choices. I just oh. love that you're like, follow the string and the string's gonna like fall off into the like, acid. <laughs> <laughs> be like, we're, really? We're supposed to follow the string but not fall and it's going down there. I don't understand. <laughs> um, something really simple. We're not because they're okay. simple. I mean, we're okay at this point, but what if they read it and we're farther down and we're not okay, but they think we're okay because we wrote it, we're okay. That's so probably not the best thing. M-R-F this way. <laughs> N-R-F this way. <laughs> this makes no sense, Maeve. Oh yeah, it does, did, never mind. Did, did you go to Harvard there? <laughs> I don't know. Something about this place is making me lose myself. A lot of my intellect or my thoughts or something. A lot of things get jumbled here. I don't know what's happening. We can address that later. Next time we have a fireside chat, if we ever get there again. Faruza is not wrong. There is there are there is psychological evidence that in deep caves like this, <laughs> yes, <laughs> brains start to function differently. All right, we press on, shall we? All right. What are we gonna write with the eyeliner? We're gonna write Narf. That way? M-R-F. M-R-F. Dave Robin Feruza. <laughs> this way. And okay. yep. the way we're going. Perfect. Okay. okay. Um, all right. So your plan is to, to keep continue walking, continue In the hopes that perhaps they won't but, take as long as we did over by the exhibits and such. Because right. Because we will have clearly gone through it. 
Okay. Uh, it's a tough one. All right. You start to take your first steps. You're continuing to push the cart? Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, you continue to walk into the darkness. The tunnel gets a little bit narrower, a little tighter. They haven't uh, braced it as fully down here, um, but it does continue and you continue to walk. May I hop into the cart? <laughs> you want to get pushed? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Maeve jumps in the cart for Ruza and Robin. <laughs> I'll push her. <laughs> the fabulous odd couple pushing. Yeah. Hold the pushing light the steady. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Fantastic. As you know, anyone watching you from the trestle bridge would see your light slowly disappear down the dark tunnel. Silas and Neb upstairs with the rats. Uh, you have begun to make your way back. Now, Neb, yes, the last thing that happened for you is you discovered that you can turn into a rat, but of course you instantly died, quote unquote. And uh, <laughs> it never happens to Neb. Uh, That's Silas's never. hand. Mm. Um, and uh, you popped right back to being Neb. Uh, so this was sort of the most, the discovery that you recently made as you are both beginning to wade back through, you know, two and a half, three feet of rat uh, back to the elevator shaft. And, and so as we're walking, Silas is just so like, dodo bird, those are like <laughs> extinct. Um, oh, do you think you can do like a mammoth or something? Like like things that are extinct, like, like for a long time? Like, could you do a dinosaur? Oh, that would be amazing. I wonder if I turned into a dinosaur, if I'd be one of the, the actual feathered ones, or if I'd be one of those the the old ones that we thought there were all the scales well it'll probably be like yeah like half and half because that's what they do in all the movies now just because they can't decide oh they should really go one way or the other i don't i don't know i still don't maybe you can only turn into rats i mean that's still amazing if that's it is the pretty case, amazing listen right? I, I wasn't i'm not gonna like complain rat rats have a have a very active social life so you know. as we've seen <laughs> i want to try it all i kind of want to try it now how much time do we have left and i'm going to pull out my phone and see because yeah. i also left a, an alarm for just an hour yes so at this point yeah you're at about like 25 minutes coming up on 30. uh at left or uh 30 30 you're 25 minutes spent oh, coming up okay. on 30 minutes spent so coming up on halfway i mean how long do you think it's going to take for us to get down to where they were because that's uh, where we're meeting up with them right yeah i mean surely they wouldn't go too far without us um or they would so. and then they'd come back because that was the whole point of meeting up in an hour is we'd all come back yeah i guess that's what i'm wrong. saying like they would never get to a place where they like couldn't come back by the 30 minute mark um well, I hope because not. i mean it's like it's like a dark cave like it's pretty scary down there um so yeah, I mean, I think that based on this, I mean, I haven't spelunked in a very long time, <laughs> but um, I would say it's probably going to take us 10 minutes to get down there, like after, because we've got to strap back up and everything else, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we left we left the, the ropes. But I mean, 10 minutes, so we could, we could hang out here a little bit longer, right? I mean... Um, and, and, and yeah, Neb is just sure. eyeing Nick, uh, Nicholas and all the other rats who are still partying. Like they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, partying I mean, listen. Something you should know about me is it's like I love going to parties, but I'm that person that goes and like makes a splash and stays for just a very little while, and then kind of you know goes and finds something else cool to do. Um, so I'm not thrilled 
about staying at this rap party. But if you are, then that's fine. Like, hey, you know, I'll come over with the stuff here and I'll just, uh, you know, start uh, strapping myself in while well, while you continue to enjoy the party. And then I can get to you after I, I, I do mine. To, to be honest, I'm not much of a party person either. This is less about the the party and more, I just want to talk to everybody and find out more information and see if, I mean, none of them seemed to panic when I turned into a rat. Maybe they know about this. Maybe they didn't know you turned into a rat. That maybe that. Because I mean, like, you were only a rat for like, I don't know, two or three seconds, six seconds. I don't know. Hey, Nicholas. I'm going to look for Nicholas. <laughs> um, Nicholas is, is um, he's, you know, still up on the ledge with Christine. Um, and he's oh. just like, oh, nose yeah. in the air, like spinning in circles. They're all still kind of bowing to Silas, who they believe to be in connection with you know, the old one that left the sing, you know, the symbols and um they're yes, all sort of high Steve. on religion and <laughs> and yeah. and rappers. <laughs> I mean yeah. Perth is awesome. Um yeah, Neb is gonna see that and immediately turn back to Silas and go, nah, none of them noticed. I don't think any <laughs> of them noticed well, what do you happened. Want to like I, I mean because I'm like the prophet and I can say Beings, behold the great nebula as she turns into one of thee. And then they would all see it. I'm very tempted, but I'd have to translate what you're saying, and I don't <laughs> think I could sound half as awesome as that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I I do want to stay, but I, I'm i not going to leave you alone. We've already well, no, split no, up no, no. twice. I, I mean, like, I'll, I'll stay in, like, an eye shot. Like, I, I'm not going to leave you here with these rats. I mean, we just met them yesterday. I know, but I feel like we're family now. I turned into one of them. Yeah, but have they you don't tried, know that. So have they you don't tried it? You should try it. It's really neat. Okay. All right. Just I think, mean, how did you do it? I, I was watching all of the rats and thinking about how much fun they were having and how, how awesome it would be to just be one of them enjoying the party and really, really thinking hard about how <laughs> how much I would like that. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest here. I'm not sure that I possess the natural empathy to like do that. Like that might be really a, a hard bridge for me to cross to, to like uh, want to be a rat. Oh, I didn't know I wanted to be a rat until five minutes ago. Come on, Silas. Okay, okay, I, okay, listen, I'll, I'll try, I'll try. Like, I mean, how did you stand? Um, Is it like a stance or? I, I don't know. I think I was just standing and Neb will just kind of self-consciously okay. look at herself yes. and, and try to make some kind of pose, but it's very obvious that she's just st standing there. <laughs> okay, so so like a Taekwondo back stance, got it. Okay, so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that, all right? So we got this going. Yeah. All right. Look and the then, rats. I'm gonna think about becoming a rat really hard. Or at least how much fun it would be. Like I didn't even really think about <laughs> becoming a rat, know. just how much fun it would be. Yeah, I just don't know if I can manufacture that, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna tr I'm gonna try. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just I I can't do it. Uh, I, I I can't do it. Like I don't okay. want to be a rat. Like I mean, it, it, it's great that you want to be a rat, and I fully support your decisions. <laughs> 
but I do not want to be a rat. That's okay. Like I, ever. Yeah. You know what? If we come across an animal that you do want to be, then then maybe that's the moment. Like I just kind of like to so try an everything. <laughs> oh, that's the one with the the big tail. That yeah, has like the... a mace tail, like a like a morning oh. star flail. I wonder if I could be a triceratops. And at this point, Neb is just kind of following Silas. Right, right. <laughs> they were having this conversation. She's yeah, distracted by dinosaurs. You're wading through the the sea of rats. You're sort of making your way back towards the opening of the the mine shaft. Um, you know, Silas. I feel like you know, as you're starting to think of animal, you know, your nose might twitch a little. You're you know trying it, but it's just not happening for you. You don't feel any sort of energy course through you the way that it, it you know seems to for Neb, unfortunately. Uh, so maybe we can ask them. So so we're going to head down soon, right? Yeah. Um, maybe we can ask them. So there are these letters and they don't know how to read them. But then and this is a little bit of an atom aside, but yeah. because it's been a little bit since we played. Of course. Um, did they indicate that there were other letters other places? Yes, so like they they were able to tell you that they are aware of a set of prophetic letters on each level of the mine. Um, Can you ask them, which I, I don't know how great the information is going to be if we get it out of them, but um, can you ask them or, or say that the prophet is asking them <laughs> that uh, if they can, you know, um, I don't know, tell you where the other letters are on the levels. I can like, try. for instance, it's like, you know, if they can say it's going to be underneath a, uh, a, a snake birthing something or, um, you know, a, a nest of birds birthing <laughs> to, to, to oh, birds you think this things. Is I don't know how that works. The eggs. It's eggs. And yeah, the, eggs. yeah. You think yeah. that's going to be a, a theme that I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's the only it's the only <laughs> one that we have to go off. Of, so, OK. I'm going to look at the swarm below me and I'm yes. going to try to find a rat that might be actually paying attention. Fantastic. Uh, uh, let's do an insight. Sure. <laughs> um, let's do an insight rather than animal handling because you are actually talking to them. All right, I'll just go ahead and roll. That's a natural 20. I've That's just a natural us 20. I've just us so it's a 25. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really wants. We're so good at speaking with animals. Yeah. And Neb does not want to leave. <laughs> so, Neb, as you get down and look at all of these different, you know, rats below you, you know, before you were like, oh, you know, they all kind of look the same. I don't know. But now, as you look down, you can see very distinctly how each one is celebrating differently. One, one rat is sort of twitching more their nose. Another one, it's more in the butt and the tail. Another one's scratching its little paws up and down. Another one's kind of dusting off its face. You know, all the different ways that they're kind of getting into the mood of this party. And you are able to see one rat kind of off in the side with a big full belly. You can even see maybe the little like, like antennae of an insect still sticking out of its mouth as it just <laughs> sort of sucks it back down there. And it just, it's leaned up lazily against the wall, uh, just kind of grinning to itself. And it, it seems a little less entranced with the party and more sort of just happy and fed. Silas, I found a wallflower, follow me. <laughs> and I'm gonna make my way over there. And as, as I approach, 
I'm going to wave and say, you got to the buffet before the centipedes could get here, I see. Um, this, this rat practically winks at you and goes, that's right. You got to know the way to handle a party. <laughs> well, I can respect that. Um, so my friend, the prophet. Right, right. I've heard it. It's made its way through the ranks from the front of the group there. Yeah. And I'm once again doing the translation thing. Yeah. Back as <laughs> okay. Silas knows what's yeah. happening. Uh, and I will, will turn back to the rat. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, wh what was your name again? I'm Marshall. What's yours? Pretty I'm thing. Neb. I'm Neb. That's Silas. And, uh, or the the prophet, but he's just a friend. So you can call him Silas. And Hip name, Neb. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. It was. It's a nickname my great grandfather gave me. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. How old of a rat are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, DM wishes they'd looked up how long rats live, but uh, you know, uh, young enough to still enjoy myself, but old enough to know what's what. Well. That's that's good to know because I'm. Still... Why did you stop translating this part? What, what, what's he saying? <laughs> I, I, I had a moment where the accent got a little off. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me let me try again. Let me try again. I'm glad that um, you said that you've been around for a while. I have not. And and while my friend the prophet is amazing, we're kind of new to this area, and we need to go to all of the levels cool, to look for cool. those messages. Oh, you're looking for the. For the prophet, the messages from the old one, yeah, yes, yeah. Steve, Steve, all hell, mighty Steve, yeah, yes, Steve is in all of us, man. Uh, you can well, feel the Steve running through your bones. And there's a moment where Neb wonders if she's going to turn into Steve if she does that, <laughs> and so she doesn't, and just continues. Well, could you help us? Do you know where the messages on each of the levels are? Are we supposed to look for like a big W or something? He goes, yeah, man. Oh yeah, you know, they're always way at the back, man. You gotta search deep and hard, deep within yourself and deep within the caves to find the message from the old one, from the Steve, yeah. Neb translates all of this exactly as she heard and then, <laughs> and then dead eye stares at silas and says don't even say anything okay don't just don't i have no words that's good that's good because i don't either i'll turn back to to our new friend and go so, 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 so so wait though like what he's ultimately getting at is it's like in the hardest to reach place on every level <laughs> that's what it sounds i, I don't know hardest i mean but this sounds furthest. really devised well, it sounds like Steve left a bunch of clues on purpose. So to Steve's make a it masochist. Hard. I see. Okay. Or, or excuse me. Oh, uh, excuse me, man. Ah, yeah. Uh, blessings of extra the... pepper on that ant. My mouth was open. <laughs> Bless, <laughs> blessings of the the prophet on you. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, cool. Silas, it's possible that Steve or whoever placed these messages closed did that so that they wouldn't be found by just the regular tourists wandering around so you know because if they just left them 
out where anybody could get at them, then that's that's yeah. So it was just waiting ruined. for you know a group of people who've been train wrecked and are desperately wanting to get home and find pieces <laughs> of a magic mirror. Like yeah, yeah, like all of that tracks, and I'm completely here for every bit of it. Um, so I, I so what's this one's name again? I've totally forgotten. I got, uh, what was it? Marshall. 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 Marshall the man. Marshall. Marshall. Like, Marshall. As, is that like a translation thing? Or is he oh, like honestly sure. called Marshall? I mean, I've got Nicholas and Christine. Maybe it's a translation thing. Maybe these names are just common. I, I, I'm just, just really as, like people. Okay. Or, or maybe people names are after brat names. I, I, I don't. No, and then I'll turn to Marshall. Whoa, I'll turn to Marshall boy. and say, uh, "Who gave you your name? It's a lovely yeah. name." <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I like your name. Uh, we just give ourselves our names. We hear little bits of of sounds on the wind, and we just put them together. And after I translate that, I go, "Well, okay, that that makes more sense now. I wonder." The, the last tourist group that came in here probably had a Marshall and a Christine and a Nicholas. And yeah, that makes so, sense. So, so what's the alarm clock say? I will um, yeah, you're, maybe, you're probably at 45 minutes now. Uh, looks like we have 15 minutes left. And I mean, I'm not trying to rush or anything. <laughs> I'll turn back to Marshall. The, the prophet <laughs> seems real impatient, man. You got to learn to slow down, take things one thing at a time. What did he say? You gotta learn to love life, man. Have a bug. Chill out. Oh, I'm so tempted to grab a bug and offer it to Silas. Oh, are there bugs right there? Oh, yeah. Centipedes. <laughs> Marshall, uh, yes, the prophet is very excited to go and find all of these messages. We've waited a very long time. So thank you for your help. I'll just take one of these to go and I'm going to grab a bug and I'm going to follow <laughs> Silas out. Oh, good choice. Those are juicy. Yeah. Is it alive or dead? Oh, this is alive. Okay. Oh yeah. I will hold on to it, but not squish it. And uh, <laughs> a little beetle or something be like, yeah, all right, beetle. Silas, time to go. What it's got a pretty like that? emerald sort of you know armor to the back of it, sort of it's shiny. Like a June bug? Yeah, it looks a little like that. Yay. Making it up, you know. Uh yeah, I'm uh, to go box. Let's <laughs> we've got 15 minutes. We should probably go. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm happy with that. Um, maybe one last translation. Um rats of Steve's abode. <laughs> my blessings upon you and steve from beyond the veil thanks you for your assistance here this day i'm gonna try my best to translate exactly as silas fantastic did. uh advantage de deception i would love you to roll that one okay joke what is your deception bonus uh my deception is plus two Ooh. Um, you do a mighty job. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like Silas did it with his, you know, his like prophet voice, but you really are starting to get the rat dialect and you know that like, instead of the sort of awe sound, it's more of a kind of a high squeaky tense sound that, and that I can yeah. do. Oh, so you do you do a great job. All of the rats, even Marshall, who is kind of like, 
wide-eyed and like bugged off his butt um is sort of like whoa dude this is the best rat birthing party ever um and they all kind of you know start slowing down in their rhythms as they continue to rave the night away uh silas you're an inspiration to them (laughs) you are you've made it back to the mine shaft uh your your uh you know carabiners and ropes and everything are waiting for you um uh, is your plan to descend down to the fourth level yeah and um silas is going to uh how, how much does neb weigh i know you're not supposed to ask those kind of questions but um... she's she's five foot nothing yeah, and okay. is i mean if she's if she's 110 soaking wet like she's nothing the way that this was described um, as we came in, it like has a lip here. Yep. So uh, Silas understands that like that first step down is gonna be a little bit of a hassle. Yep. And so um, he's gonna you know strap in and uh, go down first. And then he's going to um, basically um, ask Neb to just, you know, get her feet on his shoulders as he's um, okay. you know, trying, to, trying to find the purchase there. Silas is trying to help uh, Neb down from from that dangerous part, and then we probably should be okay um, after okay. that. So, and, yeah, go ahead, Neb. Uh, as we're strapping in, I've still got the the bug in my hands, yes. and as as Silas is getting the the back straps, and I'm just waiting, I'm gonna open up my hand. I'm gonna go, hi. <laughs> the little June bug goes. Please don't eat me. We're talking to bugs now. I'm Silas. I gotta try talking to everything. I'm gonna turn in. I want to try it all. Well, that sounds like a nightmare for whoever has to voice these characters. Um, What? I know. I probably should have warned that person long before that I was gonna go whole whole hog on this. Oh, I wonder if I could turn into a hog. Anyway, hi, hi. Uh, no, I'm not going to eat you. I was I was just wondering real quick. Are you familiar with the, the caves around here? Caves, rocks. I hear that from Silas. I'm hearing this bug and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. All right, go have fun and I'll let it fly off. It, yes, flutters off into the darkness. You see a little bit of the glint of its sort of emerald shell as it sort of disappears up above you. Uh, never to be seen again. It was worth a try, and then I will follow. <laughs> as it as it flies away, you just hear a little. I must take the A train. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a while. These are very what? cultured animals. <laughs> I mean, the rats are partying. The bugs are singing. I'm telling you, Silas, if you can figure out how to do this, like this, this world does amazing. seem very alive, except for the lack of people. Um, <laughs> very full of life. Exactly. So, and then I will follow him down. It will take, we'll say, you know, with your carefulness, you have the ropes, you have everything. It'll take you the 15 minutes to carefully climb down without causing any, uh, you know, major issues. So we will leave you two to climb down the mine shaft and uh, make purchase on the bottom and return to the rest of you down in the tunnels. You've been walking for a bit of a good time now, good even 10 minutes. And Robin, you look down at your spool of yarn that is quickly starting to ravel into nothing. 
as you're coming back to just about the last three or four feet of it, and you're about to maybe say something, you look ahead and you see the edge of water just at the end of your flash, your headlamp. Look there, there's water. You know what that means? Life. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> As the three of you look ahead, you see that the tracks that have been steadily descending all this time run straight into a puddle of water. It is about 15 feet long before the ceiling sort of bears down, joining the surface of the water. So is this a dead end? You don't, I mean, it is, it is muddy water. The tracks run down into it and the ceiling seems to ground about 15 feet from the edge of the water. And we can't tell how deep it is from here, can we? It's muddy. This is very like, it's, it's dirty gray brown water. Well, that's the end of our adventure for this time. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had enough cave stories to know this is not gonna go well. This, this is it. I'm heading back. I don't know about you guys, but we don't deal with cave water. You you can get trapped under it, and especially if it's muddy, you just don't know where you're going. You know, it's it's, it's I'm done. I'm out. Hmm. Maybe we should toss a pe like a like a pebble into the water or something and see if it does something. <laughs> I'm feeling this weird urge to throw things a lot. I don't know. I just don't know why. Amazing. You want to throw a rock in? Yeah, I mean, let's just see. Maybe maybe it's not water. If it goes plop, we'll know it's water. If it goes bloop, we'll know it's gel. <laughs> Am I right? Do you want to tie something to it to see how deep it goes? There we go. This too. If only you have yarn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robin will take that last yep. three feet and cut it. Okay. And we can tie it around a rock. Okay. Oh, good idea. Okay. All right. So the plan is to hold the one end of the the yarn and mm -hmm. throw the rock so that you can yeah. fish it back out kind of thing and see how yeah. far it goes. Or, or just like let it keep going and see if gotcha. it's gotcha. deep. Lower yeah. it slowly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so Feruza, are you going to attempt this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Definitely. Uh, so Robin, you, you cut off the string, you go and tie it around the rock. Uh, Feruza, you have about two and a half feet of of yarn and with a rock on the end. <laughs> That's all we have. She's just gonna dangle it over the the pool, uh -huh. and then just it's like let it float down. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely slowly. water. It behaves okay. as water, you know, kind of sound to it. Um, yeah. Right at the edge of the surface, you know, about at arm's length, you're only yeah. getting about maybe four to six inches. Um, oh. You know, right where where it you know, two feet in from the edge of the water. Oh, so it's really shallow. It's just a shallow pool of weird water. It, it might get deeper though the further you go in. You want me to go swimming, Robin? No, I do not want you to go swimming. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're saying I should put the the string a little like lean over, maybe a little bit further. Yeah. Okay. Like 
she take a couple gonna reach over and grab like robin so yeah. let's go on to lean yeah. yes so it does seem like there is a gradual descent that it gets deeper the further out it goes oh boy yeah because my fingertips are almost touching the water so it's already deeper than I would like to pull it out now. Yeah. As you pull it back, you know, I think as far as you could reach, probably it only got a foot to a foot and a half deep, but it, it's quite clear as you kind of drag the stone along the bottom, you can feel it go as it's kind of hitting the crossbars of the, the cart tracks. So the yeah. cart tracks continue under the water, um, but it is, you know, it is getting deeper as if they are just descending down into this puddle. Isn't that weird? It's almost as if the train was supposed to go into this little puddle to wherever it goes. Uh, I believe the water was not always here. <laughs> what makes you think be. that? Either or. I mean, the cart could act like a boat, perhaps. But I think this is our sign, maybe, to turn back. <laughs> and go back across the... Well, we're going to have to eventually, so why not now? And Robin's going to just take one more look around, go a little deeper, like past mm. the water, if, if there's any other route. In right. your rain boots? Yeah. Yeah. No, just, yeah. If I have to wait, I will just a little okay. bit. Just want to make sure yeah. that there's no other options. Give me an investigation check, really? please. I'd love you to roll that. All right. <laughs> Plus three. Okay. Um, as you come down and kind of looking again at the edges, you know, the, the tunnel has quite narrowed. You know, you can still stand for Ruza. You might be stooping a tad in this space, Ooh. but it, it's it's getting tighter and smaller. And it really doesn't feel like this is a branching tunnel. This feels like it was almost hand carved just barely to have space for the cart eventually. Um, even looking at the kind of descent of the ceiling, this either has a major drop at some point or it's getting tighter even as it goes forward. Um, as you are taking, you do take a couple of steps into the water yeah. and in your headlamp, there's a glint of another plaque on the wall. Mm. As you head over towards it, you see um, like a, 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 a line across the bottom of the plank that says, this is the water line for the flooding of 1973. Right. So yes, the water hasn't always been here. Yes. Uh, very good. We know this is not leading us anywhere and I, for one, am not going to let anyone go down there. So we are <laughs> turning around. We'll take our string with us, roll it up as we go back and find the other. What do Ms. you say? Robin, you were alive then. Was a what? Did anything notable happen in, in 1973? <laughs> Want to give me a history check? Or, yeah, history check. Actually, yeah, history. Right, history. Right. <laughs> Let's do some history checking. Right. I mean, check my notes for yeah. 1973. <laughs> Encyclopedia. Oh, man. It was it was almost a net twenty. It's a seven. Oh, nice. It's a seven. <laughs> so you know, looking at this, there's no sort of historical you know event or flooding that sort of comes springs to mind in this area. But you know, 
this is a very remote place. Um, you do know that caves and mines, flooding is an issue, right? Like there are lots of underwater, underwater, underground channels of water. You know that there's a, a river right out, you know, right outside the mine. Um, that it, it's not uncommon for mines to flood, but you don't know of any sort of particular. You know, my time in the seventies is a little hazy. <laughs> too much, too much partying. But, <laughs> but I, I would say this is nothing out of the ordinary. I just know in my times of spelunking that cave water can be dangerous. So what do you say, Maeve? Shall we head back? I think so. Okay. So yeah, and there's, I mean, there's really nothing more for us to see here. We take the cart back with us, the string, and then... Yeah. I mean, I think you said this, Maeve, that the that these little golden glints that are still on the wall, those are just there for like tourists. We give is that what you said earlier? I I don't know. So hmm. you had found in the in the mine cart that you found, there were hmm. fake rocks that had been sort of yes. painted to look like they had gold in them, gold. That, you know, like you would in an exhibit. Right. Um Okay. Uh, but the the flecks in the rocks that that Maeve has been seeing and that Robin is sort of, you know, uh, deducing might be part of this stope of gold. Um, this looks mm. more authentic than that did. That was clearly, you know, paint from the hardware store. This looks a lot more organic. Hmm. Do you guys have any issue if I were to sort of just chip a little bit of this? Rock off. I mean, I yeah, mean just don't bring as the long cave as it's down. not a load bearing sample. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole thing caves in on us at the end. Maybe <laughs> on our way out, you can. <laughs> so, did we have years okay. on any of the other plaques? Um, I don't mm, believe no. so. No. Okay. Nope. And Steam and Surger was 1933. Hmm. hmm. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I, I to the to that line of thinking, um, what you're aware about the story of Julian seems to be the 30s and 40s. Um, the mining company shut down around the mid-century. The train was refurbished. This is now the you know the the museum is referencing 1973, so the yeah. museum is probably post 1973, and the refurbishment of the train has been in the last. 15 years or so, 10 to 15 years. Um, so that's kind of your your sort of timeline of things so far. Okay. Mm. All right. Well. Yeah, if I you mean, want to the wall as long as you don't, uh, again, don't, don't bring the walls crumbling down on us. I'll um, wait, I'll wait on that, but I'm okay. Yeah. So you are turning around. Yes. Okay. You yes. begin to follow your yellow yarn back the way that you came. Um, the yellow trail road. Neb and Yay. Silas, you've made it to the bottom of the mine shaft where you find a bright yellow string tied to, uh, you know, uh, one of the, some of the debris or the stone, I forget what they tied it to. Indeed. Oh, maybe to one of the ropes that they left behind, yeah. um, I think. Uh, I mean, that it, has to be Miss Robin. 
it absolutely goes forward <laughs> and through a very small hole in a pile of rocks uh, off to the left of which there is a very dark sort of narrow crevice going down into the earth. And, and how much time do we have left before it, we're supposed to meet up here? It's pretty much on the hour. You're okay. you're looking at the seconds countdown on your. On <laughs> so your so Silas, you know, kind of uh, as he starts uh, just very slowly walking forward, almost absentmindedly, uh, not not like there was any choice as to whether to wait here or follow the stream. Yes. Um, and um, as he's doing it, you see that he's like, you know, imitating his airbending. Uh, you know, te techniques and everything, because he's convinced that that's what um, is is giving him some of these powers. Um, and so um, he's he's going to keep walking. Now, where is the? Do I see a green light anywhere? I I, I don't know in relation you do not to not okay. know. All right. So um, so Silas is is going to just kind of uh, meander along the string. And cool. uh, if Neb does not follow, he will eventually realize that and, and turn around. <laughs> but but otherwise, he's just going to keep walking. As soon as you start heading down that way, we don't want to just wait a little bit. I mean, I'm okay to follow. Well, I mean, obviously, is... they, they tied this for us to follow them, right? I mean, like, that's what they do. And I mean, I feel like I've read a story or something. Somebody <laughs> okay. tied you on. Well, I don't know. Most of the time it's like breadcrumb. Like that's where the term breadcrumb came from, I think, right? Well, and this is smarter than breadcrumbs because the rats would just eat them, right? But the well, rats... rats probably eat yarn too. They eat all kinds of stuff. But they're Fil less... Filthy creatures. Hey, I, oh. some, I somehow feel upset about that. <laughs> and very very nice to you. Yeah, very you're, friendly. You're right. My, my, my worldview is really being assaulted these last few days. And, uh, and, and, and I'm that, learning. I'm learning. Um, we all are. We all are. Uh, okay. I had been assuming this was for them to follow back. But if you think it's for us to, to follow, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We'll just meet in the middle, right? Well, I mean, what did I say when we were up there? I was like, you know, surely they didn't go anywhere. Like they would be down there waiting for us but then here they're not here so what if they're in some kind of trouble that's true yeah they probably didn't go that far and then they might have gotten in trouble so we should we should take a look uh Let's do go. you still have my notebook that you wrote oh the... yeah 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 here here um and um there's a little bit of artwork in there um about the uh the <laughs> letters right so yes uh, j just remember that um and because we might need that a little later you also took a picture on your phone yes. and yes, that's yeah, right. so we've got, I just we've don't know how much longer that's going to last. Yeah. yeah. Multiple yeah. Copies. Mm -hmm. Um, as we go, I will now play the, the person writing directions just in case gotcha. as we're following the yarn, <laughs> something goes wrong or we lose the, the yarn. Um, Silas is really bad at this. But he is looking everywhere for letters. Like he is for just, letters. Gotcha. Yeah. He, is, he is just scanning. the. I'll, I'll give him a hand by literally giving him a, a flame fist. Okay, fantastic. Like, okay, I'm going to try to make notes as we go. So as you come up against this rock pile, you see this dark crevice off to your left. As you look to the right, you also see this cubby up above that the others had uh, discovered before. If you 
peek your head up in there and take a look at it, you will see the same things. The museum <laughs> plaque, the little bedroll, the different sort of tools laid out. It does, however, look somewhat disturbed. Um, <laughs> the dust and stones have all been moved. There is maybe a little outline, because you took a pickaxe, I think, right? There's like a little outline where there maybe was a pickaxe at some point. It's definitely, it's, it's been, it looks a little bit looted up there. They may have had to arm themselves from some kind of terrible danger. Um, so, so we might need to, you know, hasten our pace. And as you say that Neb has gotten down on her knees and is looking over at the crevasse on the other yes. side, the big dark hole yes. is like, or maybe they fell. And I'm gonna look. Uh, yeah, give me an investigation check, please. Sure. You see well in the dark, right? I do. Oh, that stargazing. Yeah, uh, I got a 16. 16. So as you look down in this crevice, it is dark and deep. It really just like your your headlamp, your eyesight, it just disappears down in there. However, looking down, you notice a very old rusted piton sticking out of the side about five feet down in that crevice. Hey, Silas, come here for a second. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you see that piton down there? Do you say piton or is it python or piton? I had heard <laughs> piton, but I'm I mean, not gonna... I've only ever read it. Yeah, me too. But, okay. uh, you know, you knew what I meant. So I must. Yeah. Be yeah. I mean, that's true. There there are no words similar to that. So so, so that is true. That's true. Um, but yeah, you see it. Except piston. I, I, anyway. OK. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see that. Um, looks I like wonder... somebody used to climb down here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the thread keeps going in that direction, so I'm hopeful that nobody fell, but this might be something we want to come back and take a look at. Well, I mean, you know, it's awful rusty, so that probably means no one has been down there for a long time, and whoever used it before without taking it back out probably means they fell to their death and or, then could not recover it. Maybe, or maybe it was Steve. Well, I mean, I don't know if those two things are mutually exclusive, that's true. Anyway, I let's let's keep following the thread. Yeah, let's go. You squeeze your way through the rock wall, following that yellow thread. You walk for a while and you come to a, a split in the road. You can either go left or right. Not only does the yellow string continue to follow to the right, however, in a uh, also in a little sort of uh, stack of rocks, you see the faint dying glimmer of a green ring as it sort of flickers on and off its last wait. little breaths of battery wait what is that do you see that yeah am i just imagining things because i you know everything i'm just like you know pining for things that i've lost uh <laughs> but uh but 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 does and, and i'm gonna go try to pick it up Yep, it is 100% your ring. Uh, it it yeah, it's it wishes it was that bright and vibrant. It's like uh, it, it's it's oh no, like so she just left this on and like. Well, yeah, but if they're leaving us clues, that's important. So at least we know she took the time to leave it in this pile of rocks. So hopefully yeah, that means they weren't a steady stream right here. It would have used less battery. <laughs> Did you show her how to use it? No, I didn't because she just kind of took it from me. Well, then she <laughs> wouldn't have known. Well, you know what? When we catch up, you'll be able to 
to tell her. Well, but no, I, I won't because the battery will be dead. <laughs> but maybe but anyway. Yeah. All right. Listen. Uh, yeah. Um, like maybe that does mean they're in trouble. So maybe. I mean, I I'm actually hopeful because I don't think anyone would take the time to place that there if they were in like dire need, right? I so mean, like, haven't I you seen like... those movies where people get like kidnapped and then they just throw something real quick? Because that's the only explanation for her leaving it on like that <laughs> on the highest energy setting to kill the batteries. <laughs> you know what, Silas? You might be right. We should probably hurry. Oh. All right. As we'll you pick up our base. Hook up your base. <laughs> you walk by uh, some styrofoam rocks on the ground. <laughs> and an old sort of plank of wood uh, that it's been sort of painted to look a little bit like gold. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not exactly sure yeah, what this This reminds is. me of VBS or something. So it's like, never mind, never mind. No, okay. Lots to unpack there. All, uh, right. I, All right, you continue to walk along. Um, after a, you know, a, 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 a good enough walk, you also come to this opening in you know in the track um and see sort of the beginning of this trestle bridge head out into the dark cavernous space in front of you as you just begin to take that in a couple of seconds later you see some headlights way <laughs> in the distance <laughs> on the opposite <laughs> side of the trestle there's just you know it's complete darkness and you just see a little circle of light where the opening on the other side is illuminated by three familiar faces. It might be the kidnappers. <laughs> I'm not sure if I think they got kidnapped, but if you Actually, want to be no, cautious. I haven't seen any other humans here at all. So. And I'm pretty sure the rats didn't kidnap them. Yeah, but, but what if they're like bigger creatures? I mean, what, what if they're bears that have, you know, uh, tea parties or um I mean that sounds awesome. I would like Marissa, to meet them. Robin and Maeve as you mm -hmm. start to continue you're following back the the yarn as you come to the yeah. opening at the trestle bridge pushing your cart uh across the way <laughs> you see two headlamps and a very faint intermittent little green light <laughs> every so often. Are the headlamps at Silas and Nebhite? Oh yeah. <laughs> one up here, one down here. Yep. Oh. <laughs> you guys? Barusa? Guys, guys. Is that you? Guys, guys. Barusa, Rusa, Rusa, That you, you, you. <laughs> you left my ring on. Ring on, on, on. on. <laughs> echo. Echo, 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 echo. Okay, I had to do it. I'm sorry. No. How did you all get over there? Over there. Through. We crawled, crawled. Crawled, crawled, crawled. 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 <laughs> You bats fly all through the cavern, uh, awoken by this conversation as they begin to sort of swoop down, flying all around. All you can hear is the flap of their wings and feel the sort of pressure of the air in that space. It takes a good five minutes for this to settle down before you can sort of hear and communicate again. I've My spell has run out by now, so all I hear is squeaking. <laughs> squeaking. Uh... Looked, I'm like, would it still be up? No, no. Uh... All right, ladies, I think it's time to cross the bridge again. Uh, hey, are, are you coming back to this side or are there things we need to see over there? there, there. We're coming uh, back well, to you. Did anyone bring their swimming suits? <laughs> I mean, I wear shorts all the time. 
<laughs> but, um, I mean, seriously, no, nothing we need to see over there because um, we heard, and Silas just starts to divulge exposition about <laughs> letters in a very, like, non-decipherable manner because of all the echoing and yes. everything. And so like, he's just yelling it's, things it's about a, letters. It's a what? I, we can't yeah. make up what you're saying. We have to find letters because the rats <laughs> told us that it was a problem. Who's writing letters? The rats. rats are writing letters? <laughs> All right. Which no, is... Steve, 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 Steve. Which one of you is going to get in the car? Because I'm going to start pushing here. <laughs> uh, uh, Maeve, are you still in the car? I'm, I'm currently still in the car. Okay. Fantastic. If you don't move, I'm going to start pushing you across. Robin's going to start pushing you across the trestle bridge. Are oh. you sure you can? I don't want you to fall. Oh, but I've got the cart to stable me. It's awesome. I'm good. I'm just gonna just Do like a shopping cart. We can use to sort of like gondola <laughs> our way across. Yeah. Is there a, 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 a large stick anywhere? I don't what, know. What are you doing? Are you strapped there. in? No. I, th I think no. they're coming back. That's so don't dangerous. Move. What are they doing? Well, they, they, we made don't it know across. If the bridge can hold all of our weight. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Okay, let's, Did she let's tell us to wait. <laughs> I, I I think we should wait. It sounded like they're coming back. They made it across, so they should be able to make it back. Oh, uh, let's let's terrifying. just uh, yeah, but you know they're braver than I am. I'm gonna hold up my flaming fist and try to yes. like cast light as far as, as, far as possible as to try that? to help. I know they're far away, but no, it hey, does... maybe throw one of those down and see how far down it goes. Okay, and I will, because I can just do it again. So I'll just yeah. toss it over the side and and sort of see as this sort of glowing ball just sort of. Oh wait, hold oh, on. What are you, are you doing? You're doing just flaming. This is my fire fist. It only yeah. goes thirty feet. Yeah. Okay. Great. So as it sort of this sort of little flame just sort of begins to descend down and down and down, uh, it does cast a wider, you know, bit of light than um, just your headlamps, and um, it casts these shadows right everything becomes kind of gold and red uh, around you it doesn't fill up the entire cavern but now you're seeing it's quite wide um maybe even 60 feet sort of off uh you know you know this going through the center of it um to the sides as it continues to go down it does look like it might be just about 30 35 feet uh below um uh, down there you can see there is water so at about 30, 35 feet down, you see the sort of still, uh, 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 you know, waters, you know, uh, reflection of water. Uh, it is again, muddy gray water. It's not giving you, it's giving you reflection more than being able to see through it. Um, but yeah, the, the sort of legs of this trestle bridge go straight down into it. Oh, that's disgusting water. I'm glad none of you fell. That looks... Oh, yeah. oh you just jinxed it. So Robin is pushing Maeve across in the cart. Maeve, you are fine because you are just hunkered down in that cart. Uh, Robin, you had an 18 the last time, I think. So you have conquered your fear of crossing Yay. this trestle bridge and quite confidently step forward. You know not to look down, not to look up, but just to focus on your, your goal. And uh, you sort of slowly but surely push the cart across. For Ruza, are you going to follow or stay? 
absolutely not. I'm staying on this side. I'm just staying on the side. Um, <laughs> she lets them go like a little bit, and then uh-huh. she's like, "Okay, let me get." Just want to make sure that it's fine. It looks bright enough. She's just gonna step slowly, like just taking little steps across the bridge. Okay. She generally, does not live her life by taking risks. Right. Everything I've done in this life is right. planned for a reason. <laughs> All right. So as they're about halfway across and you're, you know, you're just sort of stepping out into the real width of this. And now with the light from Neb's uh, fire fist off in the distance, you don't know what's directly underneath you, but you're starting to get a sense of it. Uh, give me a wisdom saving throw as this kind of gulp gasp of fear sort of rises up in your chest. Nine. <laughs> As it does, and you look forward into this sort of endless darkness and seeing the light and the, um, you know, the, 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 the flame down below, as you see Neb sort of peering over the edge, your balance just sort of loses beneath you and you begin to swing your arms and totter off to the side. Please give me a dexterity saving throw. Ah, a dexterity saving throw. Yes. This is scary. Uh-huh. 12. 12. As you tip over the edge, almost silently, Robin and Maeve barely noticing Silas and Neb on the other side, just see sort of a shadow as you just fall over the edge. A small scream, <gasps> gasp, comes out of your throat as you splash into the water below, immediately hitting stone directly beneath you. you <gasps> six bludgeoning damage as it bangs into your back. Uh, You can feel it immediately opening up a gash along the back, blood starting to seep into the water around you. You are able to breathe and sort of sit up as this pool is not very deep. But then she realizes that really hurt, but then there's something about it that felt okay. For some reason, that bludgeoning didn't hit as hard as you would think. But it's still bleeding, just not as much as you would imagine something like that. You guys, I fell! Faruza, are you okay? (laughs) You all heard the splash, and now you've heard Faruza, yes, uh, speak back to you, but you cannot see her. She is So so her headlamp is no longer there? Uh, Good question. This is a very good question. Find it. Her headlamp is still on. Um, it's but it's kind of you know moving all over the place. It illuminates only this very little bit at a time. Um, so you can just see where she is, but it's hard for you to get perspective of kind of where she is in the grand scheme. Silas is going to at like as soon as he understands that she's fallen, yes, he is actually going to scurry out onto this thing and move. Uh, as quickly as he can. Where is she in relation to where the mine cart is? Uh, she's like 15 feet behind them. Okay, that that's fine. And Silas is just motioning, like, hold up, hold up, hold up um, to, to the mine cart, but he's mm-hmm. like running to the location. Mm-hmm. Um, if he makes it there, he is mm-hmm. going to attempt to, um, he, he's going to attempt to um, tie his uh, his paracord basically and and try to to let her uh, get back up or, okay. or try to get down there to her one, one, right. one or the other okay. wisdom saving throw as you come out on top of this bridge and you begin to feel the sway of it underneath you and something roils in your gut uh so i rolled a 19 on the die with a negative one that's an 18. <laughs> 
as it sort of, you know, you feel the sort of gut, you know, turn over, you just sense these new friends, these people that you have met and, and it steadies you uh, and you push it back down knowing that the adrenaline, the need of the moment is more powerful. You make it up towards where the cart is. You cannot pass them, but you've made it the 30 feet. And, and as I'm going, I'm just saying, I'm saying we, we need to get the cart back for Rusa's fallen, like in case mm -hmm. they didn't know. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and we need to we need to use it to stabilize this rope. And you're and on one side, to, Maeve is in yeah. the middle, sitting in the cart, Robin on the other, as they've been steadily pushing across. Miss Robin, can you walk backwards? And, and he's talking very fast, especially for for Silas, who is typically a very slow speaker with that southern drawl. Um, but he's um, speaking very very fast and just like. Um, you know, Miss Robin, can, can can you walk backwards with this? Yes, absolutely. And, and, start and to pull just back. Okay. start start to move the cart that way. Two of you, you know, moving backwards, you get over about you know back fifteen feet where you are directly over where Fruz is. As you you know lean down with your headlamps and and Fruza, you're looking up with yours. There is thirty feet between you. Fruza, um, you okay? Anything broken? I don't think so. But the wind was really sort of knocked out of me. Um, I'm all wet. I'm just wondering if there are any bodies can, down here, and I'm can, trying not can to you think stand? about that. Can uh, you stand? She gingerly stands up. Yep. Yeah, but I'm definitely, um, definitely hurt. But yeah, Marissa, uh, see anything down there? I don't want to look down. <laughs> <laughs> then you're not going to fall any further. <laughs> Thank si you, Mae. Silas, <laughs> Silas is going to really concentrate, and he's going to say. Um, Feruza, seriously, I don't know if you can see me right now, but I got my serious face on. That was a hell of a fall. And the fact that you are still with us, you are an absolute badass. And I'm going to cast Healing Word. Ooh. Oh. Give us your die roll. Yeah. All right. So that is, uh, it's going to restore seven hit points. Hey, Zephyrza, as you feel the words of Silas kind of bolster you, uh, and, and quite literally, the soreness in your back is sort of leaving you, you become now, with the pain gone, aware of something sliding past your boot. You're standing in about three feet of water, just about up to your waist. <laughs> Maeve doesn't like it. <laughs> Maeve doesn't, doesn't know, know but she it. doesn't like it. Ned doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, guys, there What's wrong? is something slithering around my feet. Uh, uh, okay, we're we're on it. We're on it. Ropes coming down to you. All right. Silas, as you, you sort of unspool this rope as fast as you can, sort of sliding down and down and down. Feruza, you now feel something a little sharp, just <gasps> right past your calf. Um, you take only one slashing damage. Something just bit me too. You guys, there's stuff in this water, but I don't know what it is. And she's gonna start like sort of you know, dancey feet, sort of like, dee, 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 dee. Ah, I don't want to stand here. They know I'm here. Whatever is in this water knows I'm in the water. I'm, I'm still at the yes, you're way. still at the other way. Never I'm, yet. I'm gonna not at Feruza, but I'm gonna throw another bit of fire just a little closer, just uh -huh. to see if I can uh -huh. illuminate it 
or give her a little bit more light yeah. or maybe see whatever she's seeing? Yeah, so we'll give you on generally the diagonal. You can kind of get halfway down and halfway across kind of thing. It does illuminate much more of the space, but again, it's throwing these sharp shadows, right? Fruza, everywhere you look, uh, a stalagmite that rises up out of the water casts a long shadow, you know, over the top of you and over the top of the water as you just sort of hold your arms up and look down around you. As you look up, you start to see this cord coming down from Silas above you. Okay, how far is the rope now? It's starting to come it's down. You, 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 you should be able to grab it, you know, within okay. six seconds. Anything you yeah, want right to do that before thing... that. Okay, she literally grabs the rope. Yes. And she looks down at the water and she closes her eyes, grab, looks, grabs the rope and like grits her teeth, opens her eyes and her hands are definitely sparkling and her eyes are sparkling too. And she's like, climb perch. <laughs> and she well, starts clean. one hand yeah. after another. And there's like, All right. really like her whole face and like even her hair starts, a little bit of wind is in her hair, just a little. <gasps> and she's climbing up that rope like, and she oh. never passed gym class, even though she can swing an ax, she was never good at gym class, but this rope was All like around <laughs> you, Faruza, as this is starting to happen, it's almost like, you know, like when helicopters land over water and there's that, you know, like ripple a little bit. It's very subtle, but if anyone were to notice, there's just this little faint ripple of, of water and wind kind of, Almost the source is you around you. Um, as you give me a a strength, possibly advantage, you let me know. Uh, check our athletics as you start to pull yourself up. Let's do athletics. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> you begin to hoist yourself up in on on this cord. It is not knotted. It is not anything. This is pure grip strength. And you know, you're maybe wrapping your foot around it below. Some instinct is just yeah, kind of like, like you know, helping you get some sort of purchase and grab. As it is. However, just as your foot rises up out of the water, those of you who can barely see something shadowy runs up and attempts to wrap itself around her ankle. Oh, it does. Uh, that is a 21 to hit you. A 21 does hit me. It does, okay. I, there was a chance, maybe not, but I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, <laughs> like, 21 I thought you meant 21 damage. I was gonna say, excuse No, me. 21 <laughs> to hit you. Uh, hold on then. Um, here we go. Okay. That is four piercing damage as you feel razor sharp teeth knit into your leg, your calf. Um, it then pulls back. Please give me another a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw, okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 17. 17, you win. Um, you are able to keep hold yourself onto that rope. Um, however, you begin to feel another side of it sort of coil around the bottom of your leg. May we is, do anything about um, this? Uh, you will, yes, this is still its round. Yeah. Um, this is probably not gonna hit a 10. No. Okay, yeah. misses. So you can feel the kind of sort of wet, sloppy, slippery, something slapping at your boot, but it doesn't seem to get purchased. However, the teeth of this thing is still in your leg. All right, we are officially in an initiative now. Um, 
Let's go ahead and roll them, please. Bruce <laughs> oh. um, is yelling up to you guys. This the water does not want me to leave. <laughs> the water is attacking you. What? <laughs> kind of. Oh, an eight. Ah, uh, Faruza has an eight. All right. All right, 15. Silas. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Fifteen for Maeve. Silas. Thirteen. Thirteen for Silas. Robin. Two. Two for Robin. <laughs> Neb. How am I the fastest one here? I got a seventeen. Seventeen for Neb. <laughs> happened? All right. Feruza and the thing have dealt with their uh, their little initial uh, encounter here. Neb, you are the first. You have. You are far, far away, uh, but with your fire, you can target where Feruza is. Targeting her leg will be difficult. Did I see what the creature was? Again, it, it's it's sort of a shadowy, um, if you wanna make a, a check to specifically try to like take this time and focus on what it is, but right now it looks like a slug An eel has just kind of, you know, wrapped itself around her foot. You you wouldn't have, be able to get any kind of definition. Okay, I, I was just trying to figure out if she would know if this is um, something she could try to reason with, but I think at this point, it's already taken a bite out of Feruza. <laughs> um, how far would I have to move to get a better shot at it? Um, I mean, to be within 30 feet of it, you're gonna have to cross pretty much at least halfway across this bridge okay. um, to get there. You can in one move, but it will be, a, you know, it'll be mm -hmm. scarier to do it. Ah, uh, yeah, she's gonna try. You're gonna she's run, gonna, all right. Yep, I'm holding up the fire, I'm ready to go, and I'm, I, I gotta try, so. Give me a wisdom saving throw as you sprint across these bars that are open to 30 feet of nothing beneath you. Got a 17. 17, all right. Um, I have to make sure I write it down so I know what you are. Uh, where are you? Here? I okay. think she's starting to get a little bit of that adrenaline and doesn't You're getting that adrenaline. Goes. You 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 don't feel totally stable. Like you're you're not totally sure that you could make it back, but you just focus on one foot in front of the other. One, two, one, two, one, two. Just hit those trestles. That's all that matters. Though, you know, you get to the 30 feet across. You now can spot Feruza down at the bottom. And you can, again, you can see her leg, you can target her leg. Um, I offer you low rolls may have problems. <laughs> oh, shoot. It's hard to target things that are on someone else's body. No, Frozen's that's true. To, she's trying to shake it a little bit. Oh, and she's able to actually release one hand and look down and she's like, <laughs> definitely got me. It looks like a snake or something. Some sort of won't, it won't let me go. It's not letting me go. I'm throwing it as soon as I hear All right. that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hit it. Here we go. Oh my gosh. No! <gasps> it's a crit? Oh, nah, no. It, it would have been if it hadn't rolled onto a two and became a seven. Oh, oh my gosh. Please roll your damage oh. as oh. your attack slices no. through Feruza's ankle, missing so here's the, the creature. Here's Go the good news. One fire damage. One fire damage. I, I'd like to imagine she... <laughs> throws it and at the very last second realizes this is a bad dope. I've done it and like, tries to angle it so it only, it only gets, it's the first time I've really ever done this and mm -hmm. just kind of grazes you. 
Okay. Oh, I'm um, so sorry! Don't worry, it was like a sting. But yeah, maybe not do that again! I nope. think you might have pissed it off. <sighs> so yes, yeah, so unfortunately missing the thing that is still its tail is just <laughs> sort of whipping around your ankle and, and it just misses Neb. And what were you throwing? Uh, that was the fire in my hand. The fire so. in your hand, yeah. You threw the fire for uh, it as it just misses that thing, and again, just like sears uh, a burn in the back oh. of Veruza's leg. All right, Neb, anything else? Nope, nope, nope. She's afraid to do anything else because that that was bad. Nave, you are in the cart directly above Feruza. If you were to look over the side, you would see the cord from Silas hanging down uh, and Feruza hanging from it. Now, Silas, you are just holding this thing up there, yes? Oh, you are muted now. I thought I was muted, but now I'm not. Yeah. Um, so, um, yes, I, I, I am. But, I mean, he definitely has, you know, wrapped around his yes. forearm. This is something he's he's done before. Okay, fantastic. Uh, we are just going to make note of that for yeah. when it comes up. Here we go. Um, and and how, how far down, real quick, my turn's next, I think. And so yes. how far down uh, is Barusa right now? 30 okay, feet. Okay, got it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. All right, Maeve. I'm going to look over and, nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> that's a spell. Nope. <laughs> that's I know. You'll always have um, to remind me what was. So that's it's actually a dirty 20. A dirty 20 uh, on the attack. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, nice. Go ahead. Remind me what I what I take, what I do. Uh, it's going to just be, it's my my damage. Okay, go for it. On it. So it is... Oh, uh, 14 points of damage. Woo! Wow. 14 wow. points of damage. So. <laughs> uh, of what type? Uh, force. Force. Nice. Okay. As, as sort of everything, all, all of the, oh, no, no, absolutely not, no, get the heck out of there. <laughs> no, no, no. Comes, um, comes shooting down. So, whatever is. Feruza, um, yes. you. You know, you can even just feel the force of this thing shoot past you. And as it hits into this creature on your leg, you feel the intense tug of of the fangs, these teeth, whatever they are in your leg, as it just hangs onto you. But the back of it, its tail that's not embedded in you yet, flies off sort of into the distance. Um, and sort of its stub coming back, still trying to get purchased, but it is now just this sort of bloody tip at the back. Uh, anything else, Maeve? Uh, no, I I think that's all for the moment. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing uh, bit, Maeve. That's a hell of a nope. Get Stop. out of there. <laughs> Silas, uh, we're gonna Pull up start queen. <laughs> with a, oh gosh. Well, let me know what what would you like to do on this turn, and I'm, we'll figure out how um, to deal with he's it. De he's definitely that. just uh, like on the whole turn. Is that what you're? Yeah. Asking? What is? Yeah. What is okay. your sort of your your turn idea? We'll, yeah. We'll look so, um, the, the the teeth, uh, mm -hmm. the one faint tendril or whatever this is, mm -hmm. uh, is still embedded. Is that correct? Yes. It did. Okay. You know, the, the the force damage yeah. did not pull it off. It just so, blasted half of it away. So, oh. so Silas um, Silas is thinking that this thing has to be reasonably small if it was in that shallow of water and so he is going he is going to yell down very fast hang on tight Feruza. and then i just turn to the others here and say um 
be ready to catch her because I'm coming back up and Silas uh, clips the rope um, to where his uh, climbing gear has been. And he jumps off the other side where it will, his weight will hopefully pull her up. Counterbalance. <laughs> All right. That's Freaking really amazing. Cool. That's brilliant and horrifying. All wow. at the same time. I'm here for it. So, um, yeah. I'm going to offer that your action is this sleight of hand to put the thing on. If you would like to roll it for the fun of it, you can. Yeah. Uh, you can roll it at advantage if you'd like because of inspiration. Well, that was a 20 on the die on the first Woo! roll, which is a, uh, let's say, sleight of hand 27. <laughs> amazing. So as quick, barely any of you see it if you were to like turn your eyes to try to look he's hooked it in and he just falls over off the side um feruza <laughs> strength saving throw to the yank the yank to the right? yank of the opposing counterweight he's using mind structural engineering okay yeah see, i like that i'm like done with this okay strength saving awesome. come on man we, we may have made the elevator fall but we're making our own counterweight <laughs> 11. You, you might have advantage with what's going on i don't know advantage on decks on decks okay but yeah, okay strength. um 11. so as you are jerked up on the mm. 11 shoot um it's like um, I'm going to say you hold on, but you're going to take a little bit of damage for it. Okay. I break my neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, break, not too bad. Next speed. <laughs> Four, we'll call it bludgeoning damage, as you're just yanked, right? Like out of your, your, your arms, out of your arm sockets, potentially dislocating your shoulders as you're just sort of yanked upwards, but you just hold on with everything that you can. Um, your boot is, you know, you did able to wrap the bottom of it around your boot so that you do have that little extra anchor as it gets pulled up. The yank of it just dislodges your shoulders, um, causing that little bit of damage as yes, just, just a quick note that the rope at this point is yes. 39 feet long because okay. we chopped some off. So, yeah. Gotcha. So <laughs> basically, Silas, as you fall down, oh no, right at the wrong time. Come on. Oh, there we go. Back. Yeah, we you're go. good. Okay. Silas, as you fall down towards the bottom, uh, Feruza, you are yanked at a breakneck speed up towards the top. Um, you two, with your height, are probably fairly equal in weight, so this is working just fine. Um, Silas, as you near the bottom, is there anything you're going to do, or are you going to take the fall? Um, well, so so depending on where she goes, yes, and the rope is 39 feet, yes. Theoretically, like if she goes all the way up, like, am am I going to hit the water? You, at this point it's it's okay. it's thirty mm -hmm. feet down. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so she's basically actually going to be sort of hanging she's five feet higher. over. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, yeah. um. So so as I am going, um, I am going to, I am actually going to, um, try. Do do I feel like I'm taking this with? no resistance or is it slowing any any of the descent here no you feel like you are plummeting okay got it okay um <laughs> so in that in that mm -hmm. case 
um, as he he starts uh, to to get a little bit it's closer. Freaking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> a, a, as that's going, um, Silas is thinking really really hard, and, and and he's like, I've seen I've seen this before. I've seen this before. I've seen this before. And as he does it, um, you see that um, basically his uh, ring starts to glow again and but 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 it's some kind of some kind of real something this time and this green energy just briefly surrounds him and he starts to fall and as a reaction i'm going to use uh my telekinetic net That's really and, and, and 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 you <laughs> see it uh just kind of uh land underneath him and then i'm just going to land very very softly for the last 10 feet of that it's almost like the water is a pillow as you just sort of slow down and Feruza, you even feel the sort of yank of it sort of slows just that last little bit as you're pulled up holding on uh, with all everything you have. Um, and Silas, you just sort of gently fall into this water, finding your footing. Um, as you then look up and can see Feruza and her little headlamp dangling five feet from the top of the trest five feet. You're okay, you're okay. And I'm then, okay. And, and I, I then, can I, I can pull myself up. Okay, we'll I, get to you, Feruza, you're next. Silas, anything else? <laughs> um, the, the only other thing that I, I would like to understand yes. for, for next turn, because I don't think I can yes. do anything else, um, yes. is um, are there stalact stalagmites near where I am right oh, now? Oh yeah. Okay, excellent, that's Plenty all I need. Okay. Feruza, you are dangling five feet. Silas has just thrown himself from a trestle bridge. There is still this something hanging onto your leg, slithering around, uh, you know, keeping its its grip. Uh, Robin, right now that it's, that's right. Did Robin get a turn? Robin, you're two, right? You're at yeah. the end. Robin, oh, okay. so this oh. is Feruza and the, yeah, and the thing had its own oh, little yeah, okay. starter mm -hmm. encounter. So yeah, now we're just in practice so Feruz is aware of the, the yank the yank sort of took her out of the moment that there's something attached to her but when she when yes. she stopped she realized this thing is still on her and she just feels like this sort of um like heat just sort of come through her body and it she feels it come through her neck and like through her eyes and her her scalp she just feels she has one hand she's gonna reach down with the with one hand so she can hang on with one and she's just gonna grab this thing and when she grabs it it's almost like the thing has been like electrocuted and it's literally okay and it's, I, it's a melee attack that i've named static shock <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um is this a rolled attack do i roll a saving yeah. throw um, let's see what that. So basically, is this going to be, you're going to try to grab it. Yeah, I have to see okay, if let's I see can if you can grab it. it. It's pretty yeah. slimy and slippery, but good luck. Let's see. Uh, I believe yeah. in you. So much nope. 13. So much nope. 13? Yeah. As you reach down and you, you try a couple of times and it just just slips right out of your hand. It really does oh, feel like a slug. Go ahead. Do you have advantage? Do I have advantage on those? You might. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Melee attack. Melee attack. Melee attack. I'm not sure yet. I'm just double checking. Double checking. It's been a while since I've done my. I know, my. 
<laughs> Wait a second. I'll let you check. Uh, it's to the damage, not advantage. It's to the damage. Well, you yeah. can't get advantage on damage, so. No, not advantage. Plus two to damage. Plus two to damage. Yeah. But it doesn't. Oh, because it, it's not uh, reckless. Yeah, reckless. it's not. Yeah. yeah. We're like trying to speak in like code, but. Would you, I know we are. We're trying to be super sneaky about Would you like to be reckless? You can but choose like to, to be. What? Would you like to recklessly? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to recklessly. Have at it. Give yeah, me, she, she, give me another roll. Let's see if you can do better than a 13. Okay, come on, come on, come on. You got this, you got this. Be nice to me. It's not nice to me. 11. 11. Uh oh, all right. And you went it's reckless. Slippery. So I'm just yeah. marking for me because that helps me later. Yeah. All right. Slippery. You can't, it is the slipperiest slide. It really does feel like a slug or a worm or something that you just can't, every time you get your hand on it, just pulls itself right out of your grasp. Um, anything else? Or is it? Um, a movement would not be me because I'm, I'm sort of nervous about pulling myself up and bringing okay. the thing up with me. Okay. <laughs> I would allow letting... it if you wanted to use basically, you know, bonus action movement and do a check to pull yourself up, I would allow it. But if you don't want to, yeah. you just let me know. Um, I think she realizes if she gets herself up, she can fight this thing better. Okay. So if she's going to use it. She's just okay. she's looking around to see if anyone's barber, and she's just gonna like, oh, all right, get this thing up, and she's just gonna use one arm. Athletics Ooh. check. I believe one this arm. is advantaged. Your athletics. <laughs> okay. In this yes. case, of course, twenty-two. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, one-armed, the skinny, skinny arm. It's like muscles yeah. appear out of nowhere. The statically charged, the sort of blue veins pulsing out of them as the single arm pulls you up, rolling onto the top of the trestle. Um, you are would be on Silas's side. So Robin, you are on the opposite side, Maeve in the middle. Uh, then uh, Neb, you've yeah. run up. You're still about 10 feet away from where they are in the center of the bridge. Um, mm. Feruza, now that you are up there and you look down at your ankle is the first time you get a good look at this thing. It is an eyeless white snake. Um, it's t it has a weird kind of a uh, crest on the front of its its face, almost like bones that come up around its eyebrow area in a way. And it's dug its fangs deep into your flesh as it hangs on there. You can see that it probably was once three to four feet long. Now, thanks to Maeve, <laughs> it's more like two, <laughs> two and a half. Um, but the end of it is still whipping around, moving, and you can see a sort of snake-like skeletal structure in the cross section of the, the beat off end of the tail there. It's turn and it has advantage on you now. <laughs> Since I convinced you to recklessly grab for it. Bad DM, bad. Um, it would have been epic. <laughs> Here we go. Dang it. Oh, I did not roll well. All right. Yeah. Uh, 12. Not going to hit you, I don't think. All right. Uh, and I don't have that any longer. It misses. So you see it kind of, you know, try to kind of dig its teeth in farther and is it's unable weaker. to push pack past. It is weaker. So it only maintains its first uh, bite on your leg. Um, Robin. Look at this thing. 
What you is are it? up, you're on the other side of the cart, looking yeah. over the cart past Maeve, you see Feruza lying down on the ground. You can see, you know, uh, Silas way down in the bottom. Neb is in the middle, you know, fire <laughs> flying from her <laughs> fists. Um, as you can now see this eyeless, pale white snake wrapped around Feruza's leg. Why did it have to be snakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, feeling inspired by Feruza as she, you know, glows with her static energy, um, uh, um, Robin will just feel the energy as well. She's almost like inspiringly taking it from Feruza, mm. and you just see this lightning whip just whip out and try to grab this uh this this creature and uh it's a lightning lure so it's gonna shock it and it's gonna pull okay all the way to me yes go ahead and make your attack or do so i make a strength save? saving throw a strength saving throw oh boy DC 13. Come on, come on. i'm sorry that is a 16. all right uh lightning damage if it's within five Enemy towards Satan. All right, then. Okay, then nothing happens. Oh man! Ooh. All right, you see this this whip of lightning reach out from it goes like past your face, Maeve. You know, as it goes across <laughs> the way, and it sort of Feruza. You also watch it as it comes down towards your legs, and it just. And you watch Feruza almost in slow motion as it, it sort of wraps around the tail of this thing. And as it tries to pull it, you see it pull back um, and sort of detach itself from that, that sort of lightning lure that then whips back towards Robin once again. It looks incredibly impressive, but unfortunately amounts to not much. All right, anything else, Robin? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> Neb, we're back up to you. Neb is concerned about throwing fire anymore, especially while this thing is still attached to Feruza and is desperately trying to figure out what she can do to help and reaches into her pocket to grab her rock just for like inspiration for something. And it, it feels white hot in her hands. And before she can think of what she is doing, she shucks it at this snake like a baseball pitcher <laughs> and instead of the the black rock with the rainbow sheen on it it seems to suddenly spark into like a tiny little shooting star that hits it and then comes right back into her hand as uh, i'm gonna try to uh hit it with a bolt that I, I'm hoping I'm gonna hit with. Uh, does a 21 hit? A 21 hits and it does not hit for Ruza. Okay, good, okay, good. Go ahead and roll your damage. So this this shooting star goes oh. straight through it and lights this creature up like it left behind stardust. And as she just, as the rock just appears in her hand again, it's gonna take 14 radiant damage. 14 radiant. You lit it up. <laughs> and she um, looks so afraid that she had hit Feruza or something that it doesn't even register that she's like, 
<laughs> as this this little like shooting star of energy, this bolt flies out of your hand, it almost boomerangs through the side. Feruza, Maeve, uh, Robin, you watch it through the side of its head where its temple would be bursting out the other side um, as it sort of whips back around towards boomerang back towards Neb. You see it kind of open its mouth wide, retracting the fangs out of your leg and flipping them back against the top of it, the roof of its mouth, as it just sort of throws its head back in the air and tumbles into the darkness down below, leaving a slight swoosh. I didn't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of initiative. <laughs> Pull up already. Pull yeah. ups. Come on. Yes. Well, first is gonna like lean over, like she's just still in shock over what just happened, and the Why thing that just fell over. She's time. gonna grab the rope. What? Come on, back Wait. into the cart this time. Stylus, something slithers past your leg. Everyone, be quiet. And I'm trying to, and then, and then I, um, I, I feel something slither past my yes. leg. I'm going to try. Um, it, if I think there's a stalagmite that potentially could hold my weight, yes, um, I am going to scurry up it as as best I can. Fantastic! Give me an athletics check, please, as you climb the, the nearest largest stalagmite. Um, oh my God. Let's see. Let me make sure. Uh, okay, yeah, that is a um, sixteen plus three, nineteen. A nineteen. Maybe. You wrap your arms and legs around the closest one that you can get, sort of, you know, like you would up a, a, a palm tree, you know, a coconut tree, sort of oh, one, two, one, two. And you're just able to get yourself about four feet out of the water. As you glance back down into this muddy water, you just see the white ridge of the head of one of these things crest as it begins to circle the stalagmite. A couple more begin to circle around the single. Um, so uh, how high up am I? At You're this like point? four feet out of the water, three okay. or four feet out of the water. Um, but you're still attached to the rope, to the, right? To yeah, the cord that is attached, that Feruza is holding, yes. Definitely attached. Um, okay. Um, we're we're going to play a game here uh, that like hopefully will not end in my death, but, um, but like maybe if we can, I, I don't know, like loop that around one of the, tra do I the, like the, the tracks as I saw them, yes. were they wood or did they have metal involved? The tracks are metal. The, the trestles across our, okay. Room. I, 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 I said, so take that other end of the rope and drop it between one of the horizontal tracks and then tie that to that cart and y'all push that card as far as you can, and it should bring me up, I think. <laughs> why Why do I have a strange sense of deja vu? <laughs> Professor <laughs> Twizzles. <Yes. laughs> I mean, these snakes are going to get me any moment now. Oh, my God. Um, before we try that, there's something I want to try. <laughs> have at it, Wonder Woman. If you just want to pull me up, that's fine, too. Okay. One of them leaps about a foot out of the water. Anytime. Slides back anytime. in. Okay, we, we have no time to think. Um, 
I still, by the way, I still have inspiration from yes, something. Yes, you do. I, well, I do. Oh, I'm giving you inspiration right now. Like, please, please save my life. And, uh, and I am going to use the right. public inspiration. You are, okay. <laughs> Farisa, you've been inspired. You get to roll a 1d6 on what you're about the, to do. The, the, uh, the, the white sheet blank look on Silas's face as he begs you. Okay, you guys back me up. And she's gonna, she's gonna stand there with the mm -hmm. rope mm -hmm. and just start pulling. Okay. But as she pulls, again, you just see the electricity in her hands and in her eyes and her hair. And like, it's almost like you can see it a little bit off her body almost uh, now. And she's just pulling, pulling, right. pulling. Is anybody gonna help her or? <laughs> I think I'm on the other side of the cart. So I don't know if I can do anything. Plus you don't want, yeah. Can someone help her? I don't know. No, I'm not going to be the, any help here. You're on the correct side of the cart, Nev. Uh, oh. Robin's on the other. Maeve is in it. Feruza came up on that backside, the side that Silas, you know, was on. Um, so you are oh. 10 feet from Feruza. I, oh. Nev, ne yeah, no, I, no, no, no. Don't, I'm not worth it. I'm not worth it. No. She's going she's gonna to run over as Feruza is hauling. Yes. She's going to grab the, the rest of the rope. Okay. And she's going to frantically tie, try to tie it okay. off so that okay. if something happens, we don't lose mm -hmm. her and the rope. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, Feruza, um, advantage athletics. I'm going to roll a survival for your knot, Neb. May okay. I help your survival? with instructions? Not? You I'm may. What is, your, uh, what is your intelligence bonus? Uh, my intelligence is plus one. Plus one. All right. What is and your my survival? My survival is plus three. Plus three. Okay. I know. Go ahead, Okay. Feruza. I had advantage on that athletics, right? I realized that, that athletics is my strongest like stat, like yes. outside of my strongest. Why is my number a nine? You can add a one d six to it. You can add a d six. Oh, that's right. Okay, and did so you? And was that with advantage? Throw a d six. Yes. Yeah, that, that was, was advantage. advantage. Yeah. I saw it. Roll yeah. a d six. Like a four. It's literally. Okay, so seven plus six plus two. <laughs> no, seven plus two. Uh, no, nine plus two, I got two. 11. An 11. Right. I'm just completely mind. Mm. It's fine. Okay. So okay. it's scary, right? You're on this trestle. Yeah. Your leg is bleeding. You can see the drops of it dripping yeah. down the cord as you hold it there, you know, trying to pull. As you pull, you don't get him off, you know, or you don't pull him off of the stalagmite. I apologize. Um, guys terrible. <laughs> I apologize. That was terrible. Uh, you don't pull him off the stalagmite. So there's no resistance yet, but you, with that first pull, you just sort of go, you're not sure you're going to be able to do this. Uh, I just dead lift him um, in this particular scenario. Um, you're going to need some adjust something, some sort of okay. leverage or change of circumstances in order to try again. Uh, All right, um, here's what we do. How heavy what? is the cart? The cart itself? I mean, it's, well, it has Maeve's weight at the moment and probably it itself probably adds like 40 pounds, maybe. Okay, never, never mind. What, what was your idea? Maybe we could still make it work. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, I was gonna try to do what Silas did but oh, with the cart. Oh, like not dump the, the cart over with Maeve in it? No, not with Maeve in it. I had thought of that, but uh, Miss Robin, like I think it's a great idea, but um, we might need that cart. And again, like, I mean, if we're trading my life for the cart, maybe, 
but um but i'm okay for now these snakes aren't they can't fly don't say that don't don't bring that into existence silas they're um, they're still jumping a foot two feet out of the water you are still three to four above them do we I, want to see if, how if long there are ways to that? climb higher i certainly will try that is as high as you can go yeah, okay. on this you know the stalagmite's not 10 okay. feet tall you know hey so if we could guys. just tie it off somewhere really really sturdy i think i can make the climb i used to do this you know 30 years ago a lot there is the trestle below if you can get to it there is the wooden trestle obviously holding up the tracks Maeve? Uh, i was gonna say do we need to move the cart wait how high is that up so it's 30 feet you'd have to climb the 30 feet of the trestle but it's you know it's you'd have to leap to it from the still okay you're on Hey, like that, I absolutely can do this, everyone. Like it, I was climbing on okay. top of trains. So. It'll be okay. I, I, I thought there was nothing there. So you're saying that this has like... Uh, yes, there's a whole trestle, a wooden trestle like, bridge beneath cr it. Yes. Crossing things, yes. footholds, handholds, yes. all this. You can stuff. climb it, yeah. yes. Okay, uh, please just tie it off really, really well to something. Like, do we feel confident about that? Because I'm about to Tarzan this thing. I, I've tied it to the metal part of the, the track right here. The best Neb knows how. Uh, were the you best ever I know how. Like the scouts or, uh, or anything? <laughs> do, we feel, do we feel confident? Because, uh, yeah. I mean, okay. best Neb knows how with guidance Neb, from me. Uh, I think we got this. You got okay. this. Okay, all right, here, yeah. here, here. And I'm going to, I'll. <laughs> Robin says, wait. Have Robin check the knot. Yeah, Robin's going to look over and check the knot. All right. Give yeah. me Robin, did you Robin, used to be please. like a scout leader or something? Well, yeah. we know that of course she, she did help us with, with the climbing gear, so we yeah. didn't have advantage that's for anything true. with the climbing gear. Oh, that's, that's right. True. All right, that's true. Let me... Oh, let was me... it advantage or was it... It was... Uh... Miss Robin or whoever is going to do this, I think I don't that remember what I offered, so we'll... It's plus three to gear Plus three? Okay, great. Silas is inspiring again. here. Okay, right. what does that give me? One day six. For your checking of it? All right, so that's a 15. That's a 15. Uh, you can tell that it would hold, but not for long. It's not a great knot, but it's not a... Uh, All it's right, not, it's not, not gonna hold, it's not gonna hold. It, it, would, it would catch the first, the first jolt, but probably not the second. All right, Silas, you're only gonna get one shot at this. That's Good all luck. I need. And Silas is going to just leap off leap. and swing. As he Acrobatics. does, I'm going to grab what, what is of the rope. Okay. And like you sit and my butt down on the track and just be there. And, and Feroza, Feroza. Okay. Feroza, Feroza you're still right holding there. on. Are there any all brakes right. on the wheels of the cart? Um, No. This is a very rudimentary primitive cart. Um, It's a 16? A 16. Ah. All right. You catapult yourself off of this... Uh, uh, stalagmite reaching out your arms, you know, kind of pinwheeling, turning your body so that you can adjust to sort of grab it with more surface area. As you do, you see two or three of these things kind of <laughs> lift their, their open mouths to follow you as you come across. But you grip onto one of the struts, these sort of, you know, angled um, wooden beams and hold on tight. Uh, the rope above you is still slack. Um, you have 30 feet to climb, if that is your plan. Uh, I'm going to try to climb. Uh, hey, hey, can you pull it, pull, pull the yeah. slack? Yep, we can all together. All right. Thanks, all right. everyone. 
<laughs> All right, advantage to athletics as you climb. Well, that's good. That's good news. Ooh, that's very good news. Actually, that horrible roll. Um, okay, that's a that's also a sixteen. All right, you slowly but surely allowing yourself to use the weight of the the rope that is being secured by your companions, make it to the top. A shaking, cold, wet hand grabs onto the iron bars of the, the tracks and pulls yourself up onto the top of the trestle. And with that, I think we will conclude <laughs> this episode, this, like, all five of you atop the trestle. across the tracks, like what? wet, bloodied, grossed out in the middle of a cavern. Uh, we shall conclude this episode of Children of Erte, and I want to remind you again to remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.